Gracias. That podcast probably going to be messed up. The enemy knows this was a good one. He goes on to say, I have not written to you because you don't know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar? The one who denies Jesus is the Christ. The one who denies that Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior of the world. The one who denies that He is the Lamb of God. He goes on to say, As for you, let that abide in you what you have heard from the beginning. And if what you have heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. This is the promise which He Himself has made to us, eternal life. Abide in the truth. It's been given to you. Now live in it. Make it your address. Live in it. Don't just come to it on Sundays and for an hour and a half on Wednesdays. But live in it. Let it be your address. Dwell there. It says abide. Make your abode there. Make your dwelling place in the truth that is in Christ Jesus. The Apostle John goes on to say, These things I have written to you concerning those who are trying to deceive you. The world has all kinds of people trying to pull you away from Christ. All kinds of people trying to pull you away. But don't be deceived. The Spirit is at work in you. Build your relationship with the Holy Spirit. So that you know the difference between His voice and that pizza you ate last night that gave you trouble all night long. (laughs) That you know that soft, still voice that's speaking to you. That's revealing truth. He goes on to say, And as for you, the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you and you have no need for anyone to teach you. But His anointing teaches you about all things and is true. And it is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you abide in Him. Now, the Apostle John is not saying you don't need to sit in church and listen to a pastor or a teacher to teach you. What he's saying there is that the Holy Spirit is going to teach you. God uses people like me to bring forth the Word. But the Holy Spirit brings the Amen inside you to it. And you need that assurance inside you of what truth is. Not that, boy, that man's speaking a lot of stuff. I don't know whether I can buy any of that or not. But the Holy Spirit will say, Amen, that is true. And you know that you know that you know that it's truth. And it always points to Jesus so that you will continue to abide in Him. It will not lead you back into the world, but it will lead you deeper into your relationship 
with Jesus and the Father. Verse 28, as we get ready to close here. Now, little children, abide in Him. Make your abode in Him. Live there. So that when He appears, when you see Jesus and you stand before Him, you have the confidence to stand there. You know, there's some people that sit in church every week and they're just hoping it all works out in the end. I don't want you to just hope that it's all going to work out in the end. I want you to know that you have the assurance in your heart that you have a relationship with the one who died for you. That you have a relationship with the one who loves you so much that he didn't abandon you and leave you as an orphan in this world. That from the time you gave your life to Christ to the time you died, that you weren't here all by yourself. But he never forsook you. He never ever abandoned you because he left his Holy Spirit in you so that you could feel his presence, so that you could know his mind. So that you could have the assurance. Now, little children, abide in Him. So that when He appears, you may have confidence and not shrink away from Him in shame. I don't want any of you to shrink away from Him in shame. But I want you to have the confidence that you know Him and He knows you. That your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And that your sin debt is paid in full. And that you are justified just as if you have never sinned. You are sanctified, set apart for a purpose that is found in Him. And that you are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. When you know those things, you can't be shaken. But too many people sit in church and they don't know those truths. And they are shaken by the things of this world that have come to lead them astray. The Apostle John does not want those that are following after his teachings to fall away. That we don't shrink at the coming of the Lord. Verse 29 If you know that He is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of Him. Why? Because Scripture says that your righteousness and my righteousness is as filthy rags. That's why He clothes us in the righteousness of Christ. So that we can stand before Him. No longer fearing. No longer having to say, man, I hope I did some good stuff. Why? I am a new person. I have a new nature. There are righteous acts coming from my life, not because I am good, but because the one who transformed me is good. The one who gave me life is good. And the life that he gave me is eternal life, and it is is abundant life. It is life to the overflowing. If you're living life beneath that, today you have the opportunity to get on board with the abundant life that is in Christ. Today, you don't have to be the tail, but you can be right up there with the head. You can have abundance 
in your life. You can have an overcomer's life. You can have the assurance that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And that you, when you meet Jesus face to face, you will hear, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into my rest. I long to hear those words and I hope they are the desire of your heart. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today for the power of your word. That you have given us your anointing. And that the anointing of the Holy Spirit guards our hearts from error. Guards our hearts from error. We thank you, Lord, also that the Holy Spirit guides us into knowing all things. That we know all things that are true. You guide us into it. Not that we have it all today, but that as we walk out this life in you, you will reveal all truth to us. We're not on the sidelines. We're in the game with you. You know me by name. Not only do you know me, but you know the number of hairs on my head. I thank you for that type of knowledge. I thank you for that type of relationship. Lord, I pray that you will help everyone who is here to continue to abide. For in the abiding you begin to sanctify us. You begin to purify us. And you give us hope. Not a hope that is unfounded, but a hope that is, has its foundation in you. The assurance that we have a relationship that is everlasting to everlasting. We give you the praise and the glory for that. Today, Lord, have your way in the lives of those who are struggling. And for those who have made a commitment while they're sitting back here in the seats, Lord, guard them as they leave this sanctuary. Put people in their paths to strengthen them and to help them and to encourage them in the days ahead. And help them to find their way back into a house where truth is preached. We pray this today in Jesus' name. And amen. Will you take the hand of someone next to you?